Hello and welcome to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Bree James. Welcome back to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast. I'm Bree James, and on today's episode, we're chatting to one of America's most trusted pediatricians and child development experts about why today's parents have it harder than any other generation and why we should be so damn proud about that. Uh, And make sure you stay tuned to our weird, wacky and wonderful segment as we've found the best product for those prawn and crab lovers out there. Say goodbye to messy shells taking up your plate plate space. Um, And don't forget to listen to our tip of the week as it will definitely save you time and rolls of tape in the future. So let's get into today's show. So whether it be 1920 or 2020, parenting is you know, it's difficult, uh, no matter what decade you're from. But is it true that today's parents may have it harder than any other generation? So today's guest is Dr. Harvey Karp, who's America's most trusted pediatrician and child development experts. Uh, He is here today to explain why we need to be proud of the accomplishment of being a parent in today's society. And he justifies to us why parents have it harder than any other generation of parenting. He's coming to us all the way from LA. Let's get him now on Zoom. It's time to get to class. So tell me, Dr. Cart, why do today's parents have it harder than any other generation? Oh, Bree, that's a hard one. I mean, of course, every generation has its own trials and tribulations. Uh, We don't have to wash our clothes down by the river, most of us, or, um, you know, we don't have the hardships of some prior generations. So, uh, but but what, what we do have that is a challenge in raising children is really two things, I think. One is that many people have very little experience taking care of children. Um, they've, some people have a baby, they've never held a baby in their lives. That never happened in the history of humanity up until maybe 50 or 100 years ago. For the entire history of humanity, you took care of your brothers and sisters and cousins and neighbors and next door, you were the, you were the babysitter for your next door neighbor's baby. So you kind of knew what to do. You were an automatic preschool teacher because you'd done it so many times with little kids before. And so that's one thing that's tough on people is that not, and, and actually it's even worse than that. Not only do they not have experience, but they're trained that success is what happens when you do well in school and at work. It's very intellectual uh, for most people. It's very cerebral. And yet taking care of a child is anything but cerebral. Um, I mean, sure, you need to know some things, but it's very labor intensive and it's technique driven and um, tricks of the trade, so to speak. And so people oftentimes are very judgmental of themselves because they thought they should, since I'm smart, I'm competent, I'm, I'm accomplished in the world, I should just be great at taking care of any job, not realizing that taking care of children is a, much of a skill set that, again, it's not rocket science, but if you've never done it, doesn't mean that you can just go out and do it. Kind of like you've been in an airplane many times, kind of looks like they're driving a car <laughs> up there in the front, but it doesn't mean you can just sit in the pilot seat and you can fly a, an airplane. Um, you need experience with that. And then the other big thing is that parents don't have extended family the way they used to. Again, it's only the past hundred years that people have been away from extended family. Um, and, and they think that they shouldn't even need extended family. People think that the normal family is 
two parents and a child or a child and a dog and a picket fence. But, um, but the only normal family has five nannies, meaning your grandmother, your aunt, your older sister, your next door neighbor's older daughter. And the new mother was babied as much as she was babying the baby. And so missing that support and believing that you shouldn't even have it, you should just suck it up and deal with it and stiff up her lip is really the cause of great pain and suffering for families because when they can't manage it, they have a difficult child or other pressures in their lives, they feel like they're failures. And it's so unfair because no one was meant to do this on their own. We're, we're kind of seeing that with the coronavirus, how dependent we are on our friends and neighbors and on reaching out and having that human contact. And it's, it's no different at all when you, when you have a young child. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Good Start Early Learning. Good Start can nurture your little one right from the nursery through to kindergarten with the choices of a nine-hour, 10-hour or all-day session. Visit goodstart.org.au and inquire today. So why should parents then be proud of this new generation of parenting? Because it's so different, um, I guess, to 50 years ago. Well, yeah, imagine you're, you're parenting with one hand tied behind your back. So you should be proud of, of getting through and getting dinner on the plate and keeping your job and doing everything like that. You don't have five people to help you. And so that's one reason uh, people should be proud. I think that there's another reason, though, which is that um, if you keep your ear to the ground and you're willing to learn some things, maybe read some books or get some advice, um, we, we can parent better um, in certain ways than our parents did. Um, and by that, I mean, we don't have to resort to, uh, you know, spanking and, 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 um, and that type of punishment or, or shaming or name calling, and that we know a lot more about effective communication and about the stresses and really the lifetime um, abuse that someone can feel in their early years if parents are not um, sensitive to these things. And so from that point of view, I think parents in a certain sense can do things better than our grandparents or great grandparents because they've been able to learn some things in modern psychology that can be uh, really supportive of children. Because I mean, ultimately you're building a foundation between, between, um, well, really between like eight months and five, six years of age, you've built a person and their sense of confidence and their sense of uh, intimacy and their sense of their belief in themselves, um, their sense of patience and cooperation. It's not that it, it can't get better later on. You can always go to a great psychiatrist or something. But if you've built a strong foundation, you've really given your child a gift that's going to help them for the rest of their lives. Um, and I think that, you know, if, you, if you're willing to learn some things, I think that parents today can really do the job in a way that our grandparents weren't, they weren't aware of. And that's something to be proud of. I love it. Have you got any advice for us, um, Dr. Karp, in regards to, you know, if there's any parents struggling being parents, uh, especially right now, have you got any advice for them? Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the bit about no man is an island unto themselves and no parents are a couple unto themselves. Um, it's a false narrative. It's a false proposition. Um, we are social people 
And it kind of, it's a wonderful thing. I mean, one great thing that happens today is that oftentimes you share a Lamaze class with other people or, you know, you're in a birthing group or you're in a birth class at the hospital or something like that, where you meet other women who are having babies, your child's age, and you can develop a community and support each other. Uh, men as well. Men are talking about little kids the way they never used to do. And they're participating in a way they never used to do. And so I would say, you know, reach out, um, accept help, knowing that you'll give it back someday. You know, it's a two-way street and, and that people really feel good when they can give help. It isn't just getting help that makes you feel good. It's giving help and feeling worthwhile and, and valued. Um, and then bring someone, you know, bring someone some flowers and uh, bake a cake and show that you really appreciated it and, and build some bonds because ultimately there are going to be lots of ups and downs. Um, What's the saying I just read that failure is not the opposite of success. It's a part of success. And we learn from our failures and our trials and tribulations. And so it's important not to be ashamed of that or feel like you're incompetent or not up to the task um, because what you're going to learn and then be able to share with others is so incredibly important um, that, that we, we gain a lot of knowledge and character through the struggles that we go through. Thank you so much for your amazing uh, advice today, Dr. Carr. We are a new generation of parenthood, and I think we're dealing with things that our parents never had to deal with, with technology and all sorts of things. So thanks for giving us um, your words of wisdom today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Bree. Thank you so much for the opportunity and for sharing this with so many parents. The weird, the wacky, and the wonderful in the world of parenting. All right, great product, this one. So if you didn't take all the cushions off lounges to make a fort when you were a child, did you even really have a childhood? So sadly, most lounges today don't come equipped for the enjoyable art of fort making. Um, you know... So making a tire that is removable cushions, the couches, they're all stuck on there these days. But have no fear, your child will have a childhood with the magnetic pillow fort cushion. So these grade A fort making cushions have a magnetic strip which allows them to be stacked in hundreds of different structures. And to seal the deal, these cushions stack neatly into an ottoman when not in use. Talk about nifty magnetic pillow fort cushions. I love it. I've got to get some for my house. Number two is the Cool Tech Car Seat Cooler because no one likes a hot car seat or a hot uh, seat belt to put your hand on on a hot day. And our little ones, they definitely suffer when we pop them in their car seats. It can be so hot, uh, you know, going from, go, hopping them into the hot car. So the Cool Tech Car Seat Cooler will keep your child's seat cool even when you're away from your car. So simply place the car seat cooler in the freezer until you wish to use it. Uh, and just keep it folded until your child is out of their seat, then place it on top of their seat. And then once you're back, remove the device and your child your child will have a perfectly tempered car seat without any hot buckles uh, to burn your hands on all theirs. And this one, number three, is a built-in trash table. So there's nothing better than fresh prawns and crabs for dinner. But the mess, on the other hand, is nothing to celebrate about. So this genius table has a built-in trash bag in the center for quick disposal of food waste. All you need to do is place this table, uh, this tabletop over a bin and watch your scraps disappear. If you're loving the Pack Mag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow Pack Mag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. 
It's time for Bree's Give It A Go Challenge. All right, this week's Give It A Go Challenge, I want you to go one week without makeup. Now, for some, this is no challenge, and we can go for multiple weeks, if not years, without wearing any makeup. But for others, the idea of not wearing makeup can be a bit daunting. So from covering up that pimple that won't budge or to masking the fact that you haven't had, uh, you know, a solid sleep since 2002, uh, makeup can be your best friend. But did you know that the longer your skin can go without makeup, the better it will regulate your skin's temperature, oil control, hydration, and natural exfoliation process. So give it a go. No makeup for a week. See how you go. Pack Mag's tip of the week. All right, this tip is a lifesaver because I can't tell you how many times this has happened to me. We've all been there. You've just ripped a bit of tape off the roll and you're stuck with a precise origami fold to make sure you're able to rip off a new piece in the future without sticking back onto the roll with it forever disappearing. You're doing loops and loops of that uh, that, uh, sticky tape roll trying to find where it starts again. So you could simply use a bread clip instead to hold your spot on the roll of tape. Now, I don't know why I've never thought of this before, but there you go. There's finally a use for those old bread clips. It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show? All right, we learned a lot in today's show. Number one is in today's generation, some people have never held a baby or looked after one until they have one themselves. So... Like Dr. Karp said, 50 to 100 years ago, children grew up looking after their younger siblings or cousins, which gave them experience on caring for a child at a young age and therefore acquiring these skills before becoming a parent themselves. Now, I love Dr. Karp's analogy that although flying a plane may look like driving a car, you can't just hop off the cockpit and start flying without practice and experience. So much like flying a plane, parenting takes skills and experience. You can't expect to be a natural at it if you have no prior, prior experience whatsoever. Number two, another reason Dr. Karp mentioned was that we don't have extended family like we used to back in the day. So a normal family in today's society is having five nannies, which would be your grandmother, your aunt, your next door neighbor. Uh, and missing this support and believing that shouldn't we shouldn't have it is just, you know, we've just told to suck it up. Uh, it's a great cause of pain and suffering for families. Because when the parent may have a struggling child or other pressures happening in their life, they start to believe that they're failing as a parent. So this is unfair as no one was meant to parent on their own. And lastly is that you should be so proud of the little things because in reality they are big things like putting food on the table, having a roof over your family's head. Ultimately, you are building a foundation between eight months to five years of age. So you've built a person and their sense of confidence and self-belief comes from you. So if you've built a strong foundation, then you've set your child for life. And if you're willing to learn some things, then parents today can succeed in this job of parenting that our grandparents weren't aware of. And it's something to be really, really proud of. So keep up the great work. You're doing an amazing job. You're a wonderful mother. You're a wonderful father. It's no walk in the park. So pat yourself on the back for all the great things that you are achieving. Well, that's the end of the show. I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Remember, any important links can be found in the show notes. But a big thank you uh, to Dr. Carp all the way from LA joining us today. And uh, until next time, happy parenting. And don't forget to tell everyone you heard it on Packbag. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info at pacmag.com.au. This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, pacmag.com.au.